Episode 41 of the Draft Champions Podcast. I said it was 41 last time, but I was guessing. Now I know for sure. We're with Mike the Mouth because I got to be sure when I'm with him. I got to I got to get him all, all my facts straight. So what's going on, Mike? Why is it every time that I do one of these shows with you, you know, it, it's like it feels like I've done all 41 episodes with you. That's what it feels like. So by the time we get around to doing it, it's after midnight already. It feels like every time I get on the show with you, it's like I've been on every single show. Well, I can I can I can answer that for you. Why is that? You have a distorted perception of reality. That's that's probably true. It's probably an accurate assessment of me. But yes, no, I actually spent my weekend. I, I went to the, the Jersey in stereotypical fashion. I uh, went to the Jersey Shore, and I was battling my fellow Guidos and Guidettes for every inch of beach space, uh, and try, while trying to social distance uh, on the beach. And that's what we. That's what that was my weekend. And watching baseball, of course, and being infuriated by everything that's going on, which of course is the joy of a fantasy baseball, isn't it? Zach, that everything just drives you insane and you know takes years off your life and stuff like that. So, how many shares of Rick Borsello do you have? I'm I'm actually only 26 years old. I really and that I look up, <laughs> but I'm only 26. I've aged 20 doing this old. I have one share of, the, of that douchebag Rick Borsello. Oh, come that on, put, disappointed. That, you know, first of all, I don't know what I was thinking because it was first of all it was it was I don't know what the hell I was thinking. And it was a late round pick. I said, yeah, you know, whatever. It's a 28th round, 29th rounder, innings eater. I'll pick up Rick Porcello. What, so John, what John, John Lester's gone and Masahiro Tanaka, they're all Yeah, they're whatever. All and I, what, what, in, in, that, in that vein, I picked oh, this. So what about Samarja? Was he there? I, I, never touch my, I don't touch my Samarja. I wouldn't either. But he's, in, he's another one in that whole category of people you shouldn't even bother with, you know. And I should have known because he's a fucking Met, typical Met pick up you know that that's a, that's gonna work out brilliantly for them this year that back-to-back one-two punch of Porcello and Waka that that's gonna be just great for that team this year I can just tell you you know oh. to it being a Mets fan that that is brilliant I'm, I'm counting the damn days down until Steve Cohen buys a team and they finally have something that fucking understands what the hell they're doing with this organization because they don't have a fucking clue I don't care any and I have these deluded Mets fans that are out there listening to this show right now there's a bunch of them that are out there that play fantasy baseball you know, I'm a realist when it comes to the fucking team. They, they, they will never win another damn thing, right? It's the same formula every damn year. The hitless wonders, they don't hit. You know, uh, DeGrom goes out there, he pitches lights out, they don't score for him, they win the game, one nothing afterwards, and then they get shelved the next two games. Because they, can, they get lucky if they get a couple of hits in the whole – it's the same formula. Bullpen implodes. I can write it down every damn year. And, I, and, and, and drafting these fucking idiots is, is even the worst thing you can buy. That, that's why I steer clear of these guys as much as I possibly can. But, of course, I had to do the asshole move of, of taking a share of Porcello. And even stupider, I put this asshole in for the weekend. Oh, my so, goodness. Uh, on a main event team, which, you know, he, of course, he's, he's gone. And uh, I dropped him right away. But uh, that, that's, one, that's my one mistake. And I'm going to get out of the way earlier that I, I'm putting the wrong guy in. And that's going to be it. But uh, that's my little rant on the, you know, the uh, the Mets and Porcello and everything else. I'm glad you kept it kind of short because we got a lot to go through. Like, uh, there's a lot of baseball that we got to talk about. Main events we haven't talked since we did the main events. Like in per, like over over interview, uh, we texted back and forth. But um, there's a lot to get through, and I'm really excited. But first, we got a fan question that we didn't get to last time. Um, it was from G Lids, um, the Coin Guy, 
and he was asking about Garrett Cole, why, like, why he doesn't understand why it would be an advantage you, you, that you get a free look at Garrett Cole, and you, have, you could sit him in case he has a really bad outing. So, you know, we were going to talk about that with um, we had um, Chris at Baseball Pods on the last episode. You, you obviously, obviously slash probably didn't listen to it because you weren't on it, but. Um, we, we said we'd get you're, getting, to, you're getting to know me now, right, Zach? Because you know I don't listen to anything other than what I'm on all the time. Right, Speak, right. Speaking, of, speaking of which, I did mention another shameless plug for me Well, because because of the massive airtime this podcast gets that if you haven't listened to it already by the time you listen to me on this show, you should definitely catch me on a, a couple of segments I did with uh, Erickson and Zola from Rotowire. Uh, I reveal shocking information, revelations about me on the show Never I was just going to mention that. I was, you, would, you weren't going to have to self-plug yourself. I was just going to mention that right now. Um, there you go. Well, there he is. So. And that's the Roto-Wire Fantasy, Pro, the, the Roto-Wire Fantasy Podcast. I was going to listen to that right after. It's about midnight now. And um, it's going to, like, because I, I, wanted to go to, I want to go to sleep after this, so I'm going to put it on and probably fall asleep. Um, to but it. It, must be, it must be nice to have your kind of life, bro. You, you're, in the, you're up in Canada. You know, everything's laid back. You got nothing to do, not a care in the world. You don't oh, got to get up tomorrow morning to go to any damn job. You know, I do. You got to do what you got to do is worry about where they're burying the bodies in waste management. That's all you got to worry about. You know, as, as, this, as this particular garbage pile met its body quota before you move out of the next, <laughs> out of the next car. That's your, that's your big concern tomorrow, the whole damn day. You know, yeah. But I got to go out there and I got to work. So. Yeah, I feel, I, feel, I feel bad for you. So, yeah, well, you know what? You're, we, we were going to get to this question, but maybe, again, you know what, since we're, we're in the interest of time, and I really like he, – he's a big fan of the show. Like, again, he's, he messaged me. He's like, ah. I I want to, I I need the answer to this question. Look, don't, look, uh, I need, I need, don't don't lie. He's a jackass. Okay, he's probably some kind of jackass, some random jackass who listens to the show. There's, there's there's lots of ones. You know, just let's let it roll. Let him ride. You know, he's not even worth answering that question, right? That's oh, all. We'll, we'll leave it to the end. We'll, we'll get. If we we'll time. get to the end. Okay. 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 <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about Fab. Right. Let's let's start off with that. I'm glad I'm, I'm glad I'm entertaining you so early in the show. That's good. That's good to know. You always, you always you always do. You always yeah. Do. Uh, okay. So let's get to Fab because we want to talk about the main events boards, main event boards, and the actual the actual draft. But uh, let's start with the aftermath, the Fab, which is after the this is actually the second Fab run of some of the main events. So I've already had Fab in in, um, in one of them. Uh, this is second run. And um, first of all, I want to I want to give a little plug. And, um, there's some good information out there, but Matt Davis actually has a really good, really great um, fab um, article that he has every week. I did look at it this week. I looked at last week. I looked at it after the fact, and I'm like, oh, I should have looked at this before. But he but he sort of spells out um, the two star pitchers, the number of games each team has, and his like suggested fab bids for like percentage wise for the 15 and 12 team leagues. Yeah, I didn't agree with a lot, like some of the stuff, but it, it still was very useful. Like. Uh, this is an example. Like he had like uh, Trevor God is twenty to twenty five percent of your budget, which is like I I think well, I got Trevor God, but I didn't spend twenty twenty five percent of my budget. So that, that was I maybe spent ten percent of my budget, and I was probably an overpay in most all the leagues, but I did get him in, in several leagues. But you know, you you just when I listen to you speak about Fab, it's so funny for someone who's been this, done this for like fourteen years and grinding it out week after week, and this is your, your first fab rum, you know, you're like that, you're like that kid in school that, you know, that like got a, got a chance, like, you know, like whatever, eighth grade to touch a girl's boobies. You know, you, you're all excited. You have to tell your friends the next day and you're all excited because you got a chance to get to second base, you know, yeah. and then you're, now you're all excited about that now, right? That's what you sound like one of those kids to me because you're going to like talk about like being like a kid and a candy oh. It's fab process. Wait till, you, wait till you do it like 13, 14 more years, week after week, whatever. You know, you're not going to want to be talking about fab. I can tell you that much. Hey, buddy, 
you know, you better, you better listen to me because I, I play in 30 other daily leagues and there's daily fab in every one of those leagues. And those leagues are all over a hundred dollars. So I'm, I'm doing fab. I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm doing, every, I'm doing fab every night. I know you might, you might think these daily leagues are shit because they're not in the NFBC, but they're just as, they're just as gr- They're just, the, the season is just as much of a grind. And that's first, you're right. You, first, you're right. I do think they're shit and they're a waste of time. Just like I've, just like I've talked about some of these other contests, you know, that these laughable contests. They're not a waste of time because that's how I bought into the, the main event this year is winning those leagues. Dude, we know where you really got the money, where you got their money from. We're not going to talk about those envelopes you get brought into your office, you know, when you're, when you're in the office. That's where you really get. Don't, don't make it like you just made your money winning other leagues, you know, their $100 leagues in Canadian money, which is like what in U.S. dollars? Like $100 in U.S. Canadians, like what, 26 cents in U.S.? What is it? What's the exchange these days? Yeah, they're, you know? about, they're about, about on par with the, the whatever they use in China. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So was it the lira in China? Whatever. No, it's not the lira in China. <laughs> I know that. It's um. Yeah, that that. that yeah. No, definitely not. Juan. Okay. Well, can we? Can we? Enough with the foreign currency. Can we? Can we get into something? Let's keep it. Let's keep it brief on Fab. Let's just talk about it in general terms of a Fab, and not like get into a whole big in depth about. It. There were there were some great Fab bids you, you pointed out in your league though. You, you know, a special shout out to Rob Kramatola. Okay, that's that's how you say his name, and he's been in a couple of leagues with me. You know, there's some brilliant fab bidding there on his part. You know, you you brought it before the show started. That was fantastic. Here's a little word of advice for anybody out there. In general, it's probably not a good idea to spend three hundred and four dollars of your fab, which is a third of your budget, a little bit on Miguel Rojas. Okay, I don't know. I don't know why Miguel Rojas became. You know, I don't. Miguel Tejada. I don't know this year's version of Miguel Tejada. I don't know when that happened, but that's watch, probably, him, watch him do it. Yeah, probably right. Yeah, this year, as they're probably going to hit 380 for the uh, for the Marlins uh, on, on that shit team, and 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 his 161 dollars in Framber Valdez unopposed was also, you know, earth shattering bit. But then again, I I can always eat my words later on uh, from that. But those are those are some good. Those those are a couple of good. Bits. I never had bids like that in my leagues. How do you get in these kind of leagues when those are the kind of bids? I don't you know, know. That, that happened. So. I, um, that league, I got Oliver Drake for 77 and I got, and then I, my, okay. So this is what I kind of wanted to talk to you about this because I asked you about this and I was bugging Modica because he's, he's in this league. Um, I said, I asked him about it because I knew he wasn't going to answer me, but um, I had um, Alfaro that got injured and you don't know, he's mm-hmm. got, he's got COVIDs and, um, uh, and then, what, uh, what has he got? COVIDs? What is yeah. that? A more advanced version of COVID? Yeah. Is, that, is that what happens? But like when you get like really bad COVID, it's COVIDs. So it's, yeah. Well, it's because a, he's also, he, train. Almost, he also like, he almost yeah, I think he might potentially be a, like another injury. So I don't know. But it, like he's 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 down. So I don't know. What was he what was he attending? The Carlos Correa uh, massage parlor. So he got COVIDs. Yeah. <laughs> is that what happened to him? God. Yeah. So he he's. Uh, He's down, so I didn't know. I didn't really want to drop him because, like, COVID is curable. Um, it, you you can get better from it, not like not like um, the other one. But um, it's not, that's not true. It's, you know, that's not true according to you know to what you hear out there. It's most people. You know, you, if you listen to them, the media, everybody everybody's dropping like flies left and right. By the you know, no no one gets well from this. You never hear about the people getting well. It's just right. the people just dying. There's no there's no fun in that news of, of people being well and being healthy you know, and recovering and having you know, good lives now and having immunity and all kinds of fun stuff like that. There's, there's none of that. There's no talk about that. You know, it's just, just all the other doom and gloom and horrible news. So that's, that's although, although that does make for better listening of, t- of, of radio, of radio. So yes, you'll, you'll, you'll hear plenty of doom and gloom on the show. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sure people will love what I just said. Um, so um, yeah, you already have people shitless with the COVIDs, man. Yeah. You're, you're really, yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, that was it. 
so Martin Marlonato, I took him and I dropped, uh, I got, I dropped my boy, Kevin Cron because he's not uh, doing much. I, I, I bid 71 bucks on him. The next highest bid was 15, but I didn't know whether or not I should stash Alfaro and not, and I wouldn't, I didn't know if I should, I should drop I, 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 I told you that already. You know, you, you just listen to me. Don't, don't listen to him. Don't try to talk you didn't to talk, you, didn't, you, didn't, you didn't answer me. What, what was your answer? I, 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 I gave you an answer. You don't read my, I gave you my, my explanation and on, I messaged you back, DM'd you back. And I told you, but you should. But my suggestion would be with Alfaro. What? Do you, why would you ask Mordica? You know, you, I was joking because he's in, the, he's in this league. Oh, so even more so. So yeah. why would you? Why would uh, you bother? No, I was joking with them. It was, it was, it was satirical. Yes, satirical. Yeah. Um, so you were, what, you were so being they, you were being ironic. Yeah, exactly. So okay. what what was your um what was your response? I didn't even um, so that maybe the listeners can hear. Like I, I, I had I had my catchers were Stallings and Alfaro, and then I had okay. no I had no backup. So I needed a catcher. So Malbonado has been good. So yeah, well, you can't you can't have a dead spot in your lineup in this kind of season, man. So and Al, and Alfaro, you know, when when is he going to be back? It wasn't like he was like you know it wasn't like uh, you know JT Real Muto. So how much difference is there going to be between Mar- Martin Maldonado? He's off to a hot start, you know. And I picked up him up in a couple places. How much more? How much difference is it going to be between him and Alfaro when it's all said and done? Seriously. You know, so I don't know. But but the thing is, I got Stallings too. So maybe I think Maldonado. Yeah, you're dead. You're dead. Well, you're dead at catcher there. I mean, yeah. I mean, Stallings is not much of a. He's pretty much of an anchor at catcher there too. But you know, again, catchers is shift position. If you get one guy, he's not going to hurt you. You you play the hot hand. Just keep rotating your catchers in at this point. Just keep playing the hot catchers. Grab the catchers with seven game weeks, right? Because there's there's guys with five game weeks and there's guys with seven game weeks. So grab the catcher with a seven game week because you're more likely to get four games instead of two or three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so and, 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 and in this other league, I got Brian. I picked up Brian Abreu, um, and I dropped uh, Drew Palmer. In. Like Drew Palmer is the guy that I had both in my both main, both of my main events. But um, I figured they could be very similar players, and I think Abreu has some upside to be uh, actually a starting pitcher now. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I, I I don't know if that's going to. I mean, looking at that situation today, and uh, you know, with with Verlander going down, I got and I got to tell you, you know, I'm I, I and I hate to admit this, and you might find this shocking when I say this, you know, I I do revel in the misfortunes of other people. I do when it when it comes to fantasy baseball, that is. <laughs> so so when I when I see these these guys go down, you know, in 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 a, in, a, in a flaming wreck, you know, that they shouldn't really that they should have probably been avoided anyway. I do take great pleasure in the fact that I avoided these people, you know, for other people because look, this is like this is a competition now. You know, these, and some of these people are my friends, and they, and they may have Verlander, but you know what? I don't have Verlander in Italy. I tag, I message you these people all day long. I've been avoiding these landmines until till today, all all all, uh, all all season long so far, leading up and afterwards. And Verlander is one of those guys. Even in the back of my mind, you know, I, I didn't want to have to make the Verlander decision in the first round, and at the end of the round, because you know, in the back of my mind, there was still the question you know, about him coming back and being 100% healthy. And thankfully I didn't have to make the decision. So I didn't get burned by Verlander. And, and how many other people have I been, have I been right about? Isn't this a good time to talk about all those people right now, Zach, that I've said, you know, that I said, I told you so. And there's a couple that have made me look bad so far. So you want to do some, uh, some uh, VLs? I mean, yeah, I want to take some victory laps. Okay. You know, because you know, you know how people on Twitter love victory laps when you take victory laps because you're reveling in the demise of. Yeah, they seem to get very upset about it. And, yeah, it's like it's like since, since since when is that <laughs> since when is, is that a problem? You know, this this is the way life works. Somebody wins and somebody loses. Would you rather be the one that's a losing on the losing side or on the winning side? Okay, and if well, you're win, on the my, winning my, side, my thought is it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a like a like a shitty thing to do. Like, and if you do it in a certain way, but really like some people are shitty people sometimes like yourself 
So why do you get all bent out of shape of it? People are going to be assholes. If you think that person's an asshole, like why? Like they're just they're not going to not going to change them. So why why be the police? The asshole police? Are you trying yeah. to tell you trying to tell me that I'm the asshole? Is that, is that what you're trying to say? I just, I I did. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, well, I I, well, I, I disagree strongly with that statement there, Zach, because then I think I'm not I'm not happy. It depends how you do it. it, it, I'm it, not, it yes, I'm not happy. This guy's injured. You know, I'm not happy this guy is like, can, can, and, or it's, it's not the end of his career. It's not the end of their, you know, whatever. A lot of these guys, are just, it's, you know, but he had a great career. He's made, he's made more. You think this guy, if, if Verlander never throws another pitch, do you think he's going to be, you know, sobbing in delirium and horror and, 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 and misery, you know, for the rest of his day? He's, he's married to what? Kate Hudson, right? He's married to Kate Hudson. You got, no. you got, well, who is it? What's her name? Kate. Kate Hudson's Goldie Hawn's daughter. Oh, whatever. Kate, um, somebody. What's her name? Kate, Kate, Upton, Kate something. Upton. Kate Upton. Upton. Yes. It's always hot. I always do that. Upton, hate. But anyway, it's still a nice hottie. And it's, a, it's still a nice, attractive woman. Okay? You know, you're married to Kate Upton. You got it. You got all the money in the world. You pitch. You've been a Hall, you're a Hall of Fame pitcher. You've won how many Cy Young Awards? Look, you know, we should all have that life and have, and have our L blow out, blow out, blow out one day. You know, it would happen. You know, if he comes back, great. But I'm not, but I'm not reveling in the fact that the guy's hurt. I'm not saying this is fantastic. I'm so happy to hear. I'm just happy to hear that he is not on someone's team for someone else's benefit from now. So I may have a better chance of winning my leagues and my whatever. And I would assure, I mean, and I guarantee you, given the kind of person that I am and the way people perceive me, you know, that if I lost players that on my team, they're, they're, whether they say it or not, they are very, very happy when my, when my guys go down and they implode. I'm, they're just as happy. Yes, because I, it's you. I, I just like I just like to talk about it. So when when it goes when people like go down like but the people like I told you so how many times you go back and play the tape? Okay, go play the shows. When I talked about players like Kershaw, which I said you know avoid right? Did, did I did I did not say avoid. I I I said that too. I, I was I'm with you on that. Okay, and I, and I and I talked about you know you know guys like again morton industry another industry darling i have no shares of of, of morton when like you made the point when i said that before we talked about this on the show when you when a guy tells you he's gonna he's better to retire he's got one foot out the door in a shortened season i mean how, where's his mental state at that but it should have been a, a huge red flag right there with charlie morton right? that's what so, i said he's, he's you're you're drafting a guy in the second round that's retiring in two months right exactly right exactly yeah, so, 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 so here's so here's you're gonna you're gonna but again in the industry guys latched on to these guys they latched on to Kershaw they latched on to Morton they latched on to Greinke he's another one right which was who was just basically on the, on the thinnest of margins of error right? surprised, yeah. I'm surprised I'm surprised the industry's on Greinke because they, they they look at the analytics like I mean I think what we, what we're doing we're looking at it logically like like what with the point we made about Morton now Greinke's metrics but they're looking at Morton's metrics Greinke's metrics aren't, aren't like his peripherals aren't good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. They're not great. So I mean, again, what's his velocity? Like I said you have very little margin forever with Granky. He's older. He's got the the other metrics, the whole thing, and yet you're going to invest on him as your SP two, like or 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 borderline ace. You got Kluber. He's another one. How many times did I say I wouldn't draft Kluber? Yeah, sure I, I, I like I like Kluber. Goes out there, throws th- throws an inning. He's done. Okay, my shoulder's tight. Yeah. Okay, we'll see how that progresses over the next you know, few weeks, whatever, by the way. And, there, and here's another guy out the way. Strasburg. Again, another guy. Every single year, this guy, okay? It's like Russian roulette with Strasburg all the time. You're going to invest in him and be your ace? That's who you want to you hit, your, you know, hit your wagon to is a Strasburg? Darvish. 
Okay, did it for how many months at the end of the season like that? Another guy who, you know, with the walks and the, and the, the head problems and all this kind of stuff like that, all right? And you're gonna, he's another one. Another in, guy, love him. Get going, people, he got pushed up at the second round in the main events toward, toward the end of these main events. Second round for you, Darvish. Yeah, he, in my mind, he got taken early second round by um, Gecko. Yeah, good for Gecko. You know, Gecko, this couldn't happen to a nicer guy. I'm glad, I'm glad for Gecko. You know, Gecko, if you're listening, I'm glad. I'm happy that you drafted Darvish. I, I Darvish, hope, you, you can still be good. Yeah, I, I, hope, I hope that these, these players you drafted, they all go down in flames, all of them. Because, because if he does, and he's in my leagues, he's in one of my leagues, I think, so be it. It's better for me. Great. You know, fantastic. You know what? And if they don't and you win, more power to you. That's why I, so I, so I, I feel the same way. If you feel oh, like you're I'm, 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 trying, I'm trying to figure out if you, I'm like trying to look at that draft. I'm in first place in one of these main events after, after um, three days. That's fantastic. Perfect. So you're off to a good start. I cash, yeah. in, my, I cash in my chips right now. If yeah. I could. You could. Yeah. Well, I, I had, you know, I had one team in my main events that was as high as 20th overall yesterday, slipped down to about whatever it is today. But you can lose 80 spots in one day. So it doesn't really matter at this stage. It's going to be that way all year long. How does this make any fucking sense? How, uh, my overall rank is lower than the guy in second place in my league. Does that make sense? Yeah. It can be because you have a greater, a greater proportion of points you know, as, as it applies to the overall kind of thing in some areas. So uh, that's okay. what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. Yeah. Just okay. See how that is. Do I need do I do I do need to explain things that you need to explain like you have to explain things to Gills, whatever his name is. You have to, have to explain things to you as well, too. You know, a little bit about about this kind of stuff too. We'll, so, we'll, uh, we'll do both of those things at the end. We'll wait, we'll, yeah, we'll, I think we'll, we'll wait to the end and talk about him. Yeah, Gil, Gil, Gills Gills and me will we'll get we'll get our we'll get our math lesson at the end. Right. Right. So yeah, so how, so I mean I said think about how many players that we talk about. And, and not to mention the ones that aren't, even, that aren't even playing this year that went by, out the window, like like the like the um, like the, um, the synagogues and the other ones we don't even, you know they're gone now at this point, right? You know, but, sure. but on the same but but on the on the same time, you know, people, I guess what I have to admit, you know, I, I've been hating on Stanton, you know, for whatever. But that's so that's only a matter. That's only one swing of, swing away from an oblique one out the window. Oh, yeah. I still hate, I still hate him. I mean, those home runs that he's hitting, man, when you're hitting, when you're hitting home runs 485 feet, 83 feet, or what the hell, that exit of velocity, you, you, are, you are hitting swing with all kinds of effort, man. And, you know, that soft tissue, it, it just, it just, you can just see it's straining. It's just ready to go at this point. With, with, with every, I think every time he swings, every standing on has got to be like wincing, you know, when they see that guy swing. I'm telling you. So, again, he's another one. I said, give it a week. They say, oh, Judge, look at Judge. I said, yeah, just give it a week. Give it a couple of weeks with Judge and Stanton, right? And, and whatever. And, uh, and, I, and I'm going to tell you, there, there, are, there, there are people like that I, that I fucking had enough of. And I'm going to tell you, you know, and I've totally told you I've been off this guy. And I've been saying people say, oh, Nelson Cruz, Nelson Cruz. Okay. Every year that fucker, I have chances to take that goddamn guy. And every year I don't take the guy. Because you know what? I know we, he, we know he's a juicer. And any, and I guarantee juicer. There, there he is on the, he's on the, he got the David Ortiz plan going great. Whatever regimen David Ortiz used to dodge that bullet all those years. Cause, he, cause even though, even though he did get busted early on in his career, we all forget about how David Ortiz got busted early on in his career. And so did Nelson Cruz. We all, that's all in the rearview mirror. And if you don't think at age 40, okay, you see that guy running around the bases today, you know, he, that he's, he, it's a miracle he makes it home. Right, but he can he can swing he can swing man and he can hit and I'm telling you you don't tell me he's not got he doesn't got help 
with those with those with those ratios, with those that those batted ball ratios that he has oh, out there, that kind of output. It's crazy. It's absolutely insane. And when I see that guy hit seven RBIs at home run, it just drives me fucking crazy all the time that that guy gets away and just keeps doing it. You know, and I and I, I wish I had him on my team. But you know, I just every year I'm thinking this is the year, this is the year. And I was never the year. Too. I was often too. Never the year of Cruz, you know, and and you know, Car- you know, Carrasco. Look, Carlos Carrasco. I didn't want to touch Carlos Carrasco because of the whole, you know, the whole uh, cancer thing and whatever. And God bless him; he's pitching well. And, hope he, and, and again, I'm not. I don't. I want to see that guy do well. I want to see it on my team. I was a Carrasco, some pick Carrasco in the past. But he's another guy. It's infuriating because it said, you know, you don't take him, you avoid him. People getting great deals with on him late with Carrasco. You know, he pitched really well the first time out. Uh, but the, but the the guy that pisses me off more than anything else right now is fucking Wade Davis. Okay, you know the fucking uh-huh. Wade Davis. Okay, with the two he you know, going going full Shane Green. All right, to start the goddamn year, the guy sucks. Okay, he is a piece of gar. He's done. Okay, and some assholes have him in the lineup right now, getting two saves from this jackass from this past weekend. And again, they probably got him for nothing because no one wanted to draft Wade Davis. Hey, that's how that's how I'm in first place in in one of my main events. If you have Wade Davis in there, I, I got him in the 14th round. Uh, see what I'm saying? Yeah, and no one wanted to touch him, right? And he had the, yeah. he had the job going in to the whole thing. And, yeah. you know, and meanwhile, Oberg's in a wheelchair, and this guy's out there getting two saves. And you, and then you just picked up Greg Holland, his his, his buddy. And you, might as, you might as well pick up Calvin Herrera. Yeah, exactly. Well, Greg Holland, I, I got Holland in one of my leagues. I didn't I didn't go off the off the reservation with my uh, with my bids on. Uh, although maybe I should have, because he's just the kind of guy will figure. I had I had him in the beginning of last year in my uh, ultimate league, you know, and I, he did you know pay some dividends a little bit uh, earlier in the year before he turned back into a pumpkin. Um, speaking of speaking of which, you know, think about all those people this week you know, turning back into a pumpkin, like like the Lucas Giolitos of the world, not another guy who who mm-hmm. I, who, who I didn't take, you know, after one year's worth of results and and kind of we skirted dodged that disaster, you know, so far. Um, and whatever. So again, but this is these these guys. You know, it's very infuriating. And then not to mention, what's also more infuriating, what I can't stand, is in a shortened season, all these guys that are getting wins and saves that no one has on their roster, right? They're just throwaway dudes, right? That are just basically that no one. No one. That helps nobody. They're just sitting down. They just some bums coming off the bench. You know, throw a few pitches and get a win, or they get a save. And then, like, who are these dudes? Okay, and it's just wasted wasted stats that no one's got to get because it just in a shortened season it's even more magnified because that that's bound to happen over 162 games you get a few guys here and there but in a short season where every win and every save is precious it's infuriating when these freaking deadbeats guys get these wins and these freaking saves it, it, it just it just infuriates me. Yeah. Um, so what, what do you think about like all because some of these the guys that you're referring to as deadbeats I'm assuming got uh, picked up in Fab so like your Gots your Bass. Like uh, and uh, who else? I, I like I like Holland's my favorite out of them all. Yeah, Drake, I don't know because that bullpen's a mess. Diego Castillo has been off on paternity leave, so that, that's yeah, but, really- but, but the thing is, I, I just did all over Drake thing. It's like I understand there's a few guys that are on Drake and stuff like that, you know. But how are you gonna how are you gonna figure out that, 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 that bullpen in Tampa Bay? Every day it's some other closer. What happened? What happened? All the Nick Anderson, that another industry died that we love to death. Okay, industry. Where's the talk about Nick Anderson now? Well, he got a win, uh, luckily to salvage uh, something out of him this weekend. But where was this whole talk about Nick Anderson? But the, I like Nick Anderson. I think he's like a. Yeah, I think but, him but, and Hater are too far apart. They're both. Man, but, but but look at the they, league. both both those managers are gonna fuck with their bullpen and fuck with their starting rotation. Like like you see, Corbin Burns is not going that far. Maybe he'll maybe he'll get stretched out. But you'll see like Hauser. I don't I don't see Hauser going six innings ever. 
and the bullpen's going to be used a little sporadically in both those teams. And Tampa's a better team. So, like, they all check all the boxes. But don't, shit, don't, shit all, don't shit all over uh, Adrian Hauser, Ray, Ray Butler's boy, okay? <laughs> don't, don't, I, like, I like Hauser. Yeah, Hauser's going on my team. He's going to be killed. He got two-star week this year, this week. He's going he's gonna to kill it. So he'll, he'll, go, he'll go your six innings this week. He'll go for sure. I don't, I don't know if he's going to go six. six but, the, but the point is, you, know, you, you, throw, you throw almost a $100 bid or close to it on Oliver Drake. So you take a number. You, you, you could be Nick Anderson. It could be Diego Castillo, Jose Alvarado. It could be Oliver Drake. Who else is in that, 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 that bullpen that could get a close? There could be five different guys yeah. getting the possible save in there. So, so that's, a, it's a, that's a lot to be shelling out and rolling dice on having. And you got to keep them in your lineup. That's the other thing. Yeah, too. Unless something was said that I missed about Oliver Drake, that it was there news that I missed about other than the fact he got the save, that the, the manager came out and saying he's going to be closing now. I, I, I could I picked him up for whatever, like the seventy bucks or nine or eighty that I paid for him, and I'm not going to start him, but I'm going to put him on bench in case the situation becomes a little bit more clear. Just in case, but, I don't but, I don't but, think he's going to need. But this is but this is the thing. You you just you just spent this kind of fab on him. You, you, why spend that kind of fab if you're not going to start him? Because you know this is the week he keeps going in there and, oh, and, and and get and, and gets a couple of saves for you. You know if he only has a job for a limited time, you need to have him in there. Okay, can't go back retroactively and put that guy in there. So when you when you spend that kind of money, which is almost a tenth of your your fab budget the, this year, if it's almost a hundred dollars, okay, or whatever yeah. it was for a lot of these guys, you have to put him in because you, you you're banking on him being in there. You you're not getting the saves. You can't rotate him in, in, in for the weekend in the NFBC. So you got to play him. He just wait around and see if he gets in 162 game season. It's a different story, but when you when you get these guys like Trevor Gott, you know you mentioned him. So and then look, he's on a, he's on a shit Giants team, but they they were they played close enough games. They could they what are they to to you know guy getting the save. And he's the, he's the one that got it. So I mean for a bit that I bit him, I got to roll him out there and see if I can get lucky and luck into a couple of saves. Every save is like precious right now, man, with everything. So you pick these guys up, you got to you got to roll them out there. So yeah. it goes Greg Holland things like that. I'm you know, I, got I, 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 I like Greg Holland. He looked good. Like, I was looking at – I was actually watching his game. He, like, his ball was moving well. Well, he struck out the side. I know what his velocity was that day, but he struck out the side. Did you get any velocity yeah. on him? The uh, I, know, on him? I saw that. I didn't see the reading, but I saw, like, the, the sink on that ball. It was really – it was a nice pitch. Yeah, and again, this will be just the kind of year. That everybody, everybody drafted Trevor Rosenthal and Ian Kennedy, and, of course, Greg Holland's going to come out. Oh, and you know, Ian Kennedy, did you get any of him? I no, I have, none, him. I have none of him. None of him. None of him. Another no, guy. I, was I, I, was grabbing, I was grabbing Daniel Hudson over Ian Kennedy. Yeah. Um, okay. Nick Anderson, back to him. I was, I was thinking today, and this might be a bit of a stretch, but, like, in these extra inning games, they might be – he might be somebody that they're going to save for a tie game because you want to really hold that runner on second base. And he's a strikeout. He's a really good strikeout pitcher, so he might fall into a lot of wins that way. Or, uh, oh well, yeah. Well, it depends. You you bank on extra inning games happening. I mean, that's the thing. You don't know when they're going to have those, those those situations come up. Bank on I bank on extra inning games happening. Yeah, they're bound to happen. Good, it's a good plan. I'm not, I'm not trying to predict when they're happening, but if I'm going to be rostering for the whole season, yeah, a good plan. Great plan. Um, um, were, there, were there any other victory laps or players that you're off of that we wanted to, that we missed? Well, I mean, you, the two, the two, you two you used to bring up all the damn time, which again, two huge other industry dudes that I ended up. I, don't ask me why I ended up rostering these guys, okay? But I'm gonna, all I got to tell you is, after all this crap about Josh Donaldson, that dude better go ape shit this year because I ended up because of where I was, end up getting him in a couple of important leagues that have Josh Donaldson. So he better be, you know, going crazy like he's supposed to. Because it's warm weather, I figured, okay, he's not starting out in the cold weather in, in, with Minnesota, you know, and he's the he's a gamer and he's going to play and he's, you know, he's the, guy, he's the guy, right? 
you know, whatever they, whatever, whatever. So, so I got Donaldson a couple of, and I even had, as you saw, I had no choice but to take a Sano share, which I, which no I, no choice, a huge blow up on him, but I had no choice. The guy was in the 10th round. I, I was, I was drafting from the 15 hole. I had to get power because I went to the pitching early in the league. In the, I, I mean, completely nailed the pitching in this league, completely in the league of death league that I nailed. I mean, it was a phenomenal, you know, and it was playing one of the hardest leagues probably in the NFBC this year. What are your pitchers? Uh, this, this year that I drafted. Was that, the, was that your Bieber-Clevenger team? That was my, that was my Bieber-Clevenger team, yes. Nice. But again, in, 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 the, in the League of Death, because the League of Death, and if I can just hear it. Shout out, so shout out for the people that you think are. I'm a, well, I, this, it's very simple. I'm not saying this by, just by, because I'm saying it, but this, in this league, Okay. There are two overall main event winners in this league, two Hall of Famers in this league. There are seven guys in this league, seven players in this league, seven out of 15 that are in the top 21 in the main event standings, over lifetime overall main event standings in the NFPC. Okay. I just, I honestly didn't know who was in that league. So Casey Cha, ring a bell, went to the Hall of Fame NFPC. Yes. You know, it's one, Number one overall standings in the NFPC lifetime. Bradley Libros is in the top uh, 15, I think it is. Uh, Scott Fleming, uh, he, top player, even though he's not ranked that high right, right now, but he's a top player. Mark Schreiber, you talk about Gecko, he's in there too. Uh, and another guy, just one of the Hall of Fame and the top players. Ned Donahue, another guy in the top 15, 20. Abdul Mani, who won the overall last year. You know, so it's got to be seen, and he's, and he's highly ranked too. Brian so other pitchers. Brian Slack and Nicholas Sack. Think of, think of the players in this league. Okay, it's crazy. Okay, I've heard crazy. At least five of them. That's and of course, dra- and of course, we have draft cheat, which brought, you know, which made it a thirteen, fourteen team league just by having him next to him, <laughs> which was great. But uh, but I started with Clevenger and I went Beaver there, which is great, which I because it's perfect because I avoid the Strasburg debacle and the turn there. I could have taken Darvish, could have taken Giolito. No, I took. B- Actually, that, that Gecko, he took. He, I, I missed. Uh, he took um, Darvish at, at the end of the second round, not the beginning. Still, so, uh, but still, still. Okay, it's way early to do that. Way early. I mean, I mean, I would have rather had, I would have rather taken Paddock over him to be, to, to be much safer. I agree. With I, my, my I, mind. I agree with you. All right. So, so, but again, Clevenger, Bieber, and they don't, and let's not forget if, if, if memory, and I put this on Twitter, if memory serves me is correct. Wasn't there a lot of industry experts warning everybody away from Shane Bieber? Remember, we heard about how you know he's just, uh, you know, he's just too fine, and you know, with the plate and the hole and the long ball and everything else. We heard about Bieber, right? Yeah. Right, we talked about all that, but we don't hear that talk anymore about Bieber after the 13 strikeouts and uh, that performance starting out there, did we? Right, because no. it could because because the because the, the correction could also go the other way. But you can start hearing next... about it as soon as he blows up next time. Who did he? Who yeah, exactly, of course. Hey, who look, dude, is that Kansas City? In the central there, who knows? He probably got some kind of half-ass start uh, this week, so maybe is, is no, it Kansas like, City? I think they started where the 14 strikers. I think it was KC, right? Yeah, but I'm saying who is that? You said who is he starting with again this with this week? Oh, I don't know, but it might have been KC. But uh, this week he'll be he'll be pitching a goal against uh, our our favorite guy Lucas, Lucas Giolito, Chicago White Sox. Who, where would you draft Lucas Giolito if you were to redraft again now? Like how far would he have to fall for you to take him if we were going to start a season now? Well, look, considering he started out this, this bad off last year and he, and he corrected and everything, I might give him a little, I give him a little. But I, I still pick him in by the fourth round. You have to. Yeah. You still have to at this point. I mean, there, there's no doubt. Third, late third, you have to. I mean, there's just it's because he's just one star. Much as I like to shit on the guy because he he you know turned back into a pumpkin all of a sudden. But let's we'll see. Look, I, if, you have, if you're asking me that question, I'm drafting again. You know, but I still wouldn't have to. I still rather not take him for an after. I still would take another pitcher. He beat but up good. on the Royals last year. He he had twenty. He had twenty one percent of his starts against the Royals last year. 
And this year, like if you map out his starts, he's not he's 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 he skips a lot of the um, the Pittsburgh, Kansas City, Detroit oh, um, series. I see how it is against Cleveland. But uh, anyway, I started so in this league. I started Clevenger and one Bieber, and then I had Hater because I have no shares of Hater at all in any high stakes league. So I said in this league, being on the end, I wanted to get the lockdown number one closer at this point and build my hitting after this kind of thing. And I came back with Hater and the higher uh, Keston Hira, you mm-hmm. know, uh, as my as my guy uh, to as my first hitter. And then on the fifth, the five six turn, it was Taylor Rogers because uh, I wanted to get my other awesome closer. And Ramon Laureano, which ended up being a phenomenal pick so far. I have Laureano in a lot of earlier drafts, but not a lot of my uh, high stakes drafts. So I got Laureano, had a great weekend so far. So, and then that's when I had to start pounding the hitting after that to make sure. So that's where I got a Josh Bell. I got a Kevin Biggio, which was a great pick to get that, you know, even then at that point. A Reese Hoskins. And this is where I double tapped 9 10 Hoskins and basically uh, Sunel because I still needed more power. As much as I already had a first baseman, Hoskins, I think, is going to have a huge year in that Philadelphia lineup. You know, you know I have a lot of similar players. Like, I, yeah. I know, that, like, uh, maybe not all on the same team for me. All these players you've listed, all, basically all those players you listed, hitters, yeah. except for Hira, I have in two of them in team. Right. And then, and so then after and then I had a nice little pop of Lorenzo Kane in the 11th round. I ended up getting a bunch of Kane. Uh, and I got a He's lot an of industry guy. You know, industry guy. But, but. Like industry guy, but again, I'm the, you know, you're not paying crazy money for Lorenzo King where it is. He's leading off. He's got a good batting average. He's got some speed, so why not? You know, I'm talking about the industry guys that people love up top, which will kill you more than down at the bottom. But still, 11th round is still a big – end of 11th round, but still, I, I like Lorenzo King as a decently solid pick. All right? And, but then this is where the pitching starts to get crazy. I already have those two aces at the top, and then I get my Dylan Bundy, who looks like the real deal that I'm hoping this is going to be his year. He blows up and goes awesome, well, goes crazy. Dude, I've been on him so many years, and he's fucked me. I understand that. but And this is the year. Me too. I've had him last I've had him too. I was playing the same thing with him last year. And this year – Not that I have none of him, but I don't – but I but after he started going bananas and his, like his ADP went up like 200 spots, I couldn't – I didn't right. need him anymore. Yeah. Well, then – but before my next uh, – what what out of seven picks were Bundy, Corbin Burns – Adrian Hauser. I got Corbin Burns in, in the beginning of the 14th. Adrian Hauser and Spencer Howard. I mean, this team is loaded with pitching. I think Howard's going to come up this week and pitch. So loaded. My Jays, yeah, Friday. Now, lo- loaded with pitching. You're going to start him. You're going to start him. He's pitching Friday. Yeah, I'm. I'm starting him. I'm Same starting here. Him. You know, I got to put him in there. Uh, as much as it's a tough call because that team is loaded with two two star pitching. I got to work him in there uh, somehow, but I'll figure out a way. But. Um, you know, and it, like I said, just pounding those hitters late like that. Get even even a Chris Bassett. It's like my worst pitcher, you know, right now. I mean, on this team, you know, and and I'd love to see that. You know, uh, the, key, the key thing is to be said. Who do you throw Kendall Graben out there for a two-star week? Yeah, you know, no. with uh, Houston. Yeah, but but all they talk about is like his his 97 mile an hour four seam fastball and how he developed this extra pitch now to go along with his ground ball stuff. He's, he's on Oakland, right? No, he's not in, uh He's on Seattle. Kendall Graben. Yeah. yeah. So, but again, he's one of those guys that could be, you know, if he finds the other pitch. That's how off my radar he is. You know, I mean, he, you know, and again, I, I Graveman has been off the radar for a lot of people for a lot of years, but when I heard that news about it, you throw in 97 and you know, you had that kind of velocity with a four seamer, you know, and he didn't have that pitch before in addition to his other stuff, who knows? You know, I mean, I do I want to find out? Do, do, I, do, 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 do I want to find him out? Do I want to find out this week? He probably got drafted in most main events. I would imagine he's off these, he's gone in most main events. Yeah. Picked up. So especially for the two-star week, but it's a tough call. You know, do I want to, you know, put the putting him in there? I'm going to make that decision to, you know, but, uh, or do I want to see, but you lose, if, and if I want to take a wait and see approach, you lose in two stars from, 
<laughs> you know, so you have to just see. Or maybe it was good that I didn't have the two shirts. Yeah, he's got two shirts this week. He's available in one of my mains. Yeah. He's available in the one before I searched one. Yeah, so, so no one picked him up? Nope. Yeah, it's interesting. And then so, and he's available in my other one. He's available in both my main events. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not interested in him. Until yeah. uh, maybe unless he does something crazy this week. Oh, now, well, now, now he'll be very expensive if <laughs> he has two great starts. But I'm not saying he will. I'm not, yeah, it doesn't matter. Out, I'm not saying like, yeah, I'm, on, I'm, on, I'm on the Kendall Graben fan club. I'm just telling you that, you know, who knows. But uh, anyway, that team has got loaded pitching. This is the, you know, it's just yeah, I, like, of, I like your pitching. The hit, it's just a matter of the hitting now uh, coming through and uh, doing what it's got to do. So I, but you, I need guys. Did you, know, you see the, um, I guess we were talking about victory laps. I think we're done now. But did you see that, that tweet today that uh, Dave had? I think I sent it to you. Well, what was it? Yeah, you told me what was, a, what was a whole big outrage with that tweet. It, people were upset because um, he he said not to draft Verlander because of the injury risk. And people are saying that no, like he, his injury was not his arm. It was his, his groin. But it was like. He had multiple injuries. I mean, he had one, thing is always, he had one thing that's always in the back of my mind there is is um, Jose Fernandez because he he tore his ACL one year and then he came back early. Um, I believe it was his ACL, and then he changed his delivery to like compensate for it, and then he gave himself Tommy John surgery. So I'm always thinking like one injury like makes you compensate and leads to another injury. So I'm always doesn't matter what type of injury it is like it's still like it's still definitely. Yeah, but he's had arm related issue. He's had a shoulder issue. He had a shoulder problem and he had a triceps problem. He did, okay, too, right? So the thing is, it wasn't like he had no arm issue. It wasn't like he he sprained his ankle or was a hamstring, whatever. He did have arm problems. He had a shoulder problem and he had a triceps problem. Everybody forgot that as soon as he started mowing people down in spring training. You know, and in summer, tra- you know, summer training again, you know, coming back. So that's the thing. So it's, it's always in the back of my mind. I didn't forget that. I mean, granted, I mean, I, but if I if we face him in the right time, may I pick them up? Possibly. I'm glad I avoided him. But again, it wasn't like I was thinking he was safe. But he was like, there was no issues there. Guys, what, 37 years old, too. On top yeah. of that, how much mileage on that, on that arm as well? Okay. It's just, it's just like, that's the other, my other favorite thing, man. It's just, my other favorite guy I love is a Rich Hill. Oh, the Rich Hill, people that Industry. love Rich Hill. In another industry, love Rich Hill. Yeah, that's great if he can pitch. And, and again, he's already missed. A, he already missed a start. <laughs> I, got, I got none of them since the new, the new, the new season. Didn't he? Didn't he? Didn't they just miss a start? I was, don't even he, know. I don't keep tabs on him. I, I haven't really taken tabs on him because I don't have any. I think I, I'm telling you, Rich Hill is like when I when I when I saw the damn when I saw the damn news of Rich Hill, I was like, I just was like laughing. It was one of those laugh out loud things. I'm gonna you know, when I when right I. Well, so I'm gonna I'm gonna Google Rich Hill right now. So what, what, what do you think? There, people... there, there there are sites like Rotowire. Here, here plug for Rotowire that uh, you can oh. get, spend a few dollars on, and you don't have to go, you know, go, whatever. But uh, you know, <laughs> Rich Hill slated to start fifth game. Yeah, he was he was scratched from Saturday start for an undisclosed reason. Okay, just a few extra days of resting. Yeah, you're 40 years old. It's undisclosed reason. Right. All right. So it's yeah, probably because probably his prostate was acting up on him or something at that age, you know. So <laughs> well, the thing is, these are the you wouldn't know. So this 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 is the thing, you know, with with these dudes. I mean, you you're just playing. You know, I'd, wouldn't you rather have the young upside guy? You know, when you would you rather draft like a Rich Hill or a Corbin Burns in the same area? You know, well, you know me. Corbin I mean, I mean, I mean, or or you know, or, or a chance that Bundy's going to live up to his like you know a first round potential, whatever he was, top draft pick potential. Then you want to mess around with a rich hill of that area. But this is where these guys want to get cute. So and whatever. So I said before, I'd love to see these. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm traditionally not one that blows up out of the gate, and which is fine as long as I can hang where I am. 
and whatever. I'm I'm happy so far. I mean, only the only thing that really hurt me was watching uh, Ken Giles go out today, man, which was uh which was not a good uh, not a good feeling because I well, Dave, Dave told you Dave told you so. Dave told me about Ken Giles. Yeah. He said Giles. He said, he said Giles. You read that. You read what I said. You said Giles Kluber and Verlander. All don't draft them. And he's 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 teaching everyone not to draft. So, them. so Dave told me that. Yeah. All right, Dave. Good for you. You straightened me out there. So whatever. So, we'll see. so <laughs> well, uh, no, you put it nicely. And you no know, people. I, I'm I'm on Dave's side here. But um, he people are people are um, ripping him a new one because they're, because they're uh, he's he's saying like. Um, Oh, I told you so. Like, it's, look, look, people look, are life, taking life, this life, like, look, life, life is too short, man. Take as many victory laps as you can take where you can, man. You know let, what I mean? let, the, let the kids play, right? Just like they're like bat flips. Yeah. Let, 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 you know, let, let the kids let, play. Let, let, let I, know, I, know you're, I know you're older, but let, Mike, you're, 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 with, you're on the kid's side, right? I, I'm very young at heart, as you, as you could tell. People yeah. don't realize it's my age, you know, my advanced years, you know. When, you know so, but the point is, you know, I, with with guys like um, like these young guys and and whatever, but or or guys like that, you know, you're worried about victory laps. Just take, I just said, take all the victory laps you want. Don't worry. What I told people, don't worry about people would say about you. People are just so damn sensitive. They're all worried about every damn thing. You know what I think you know it is? I, my theory is, I think um, I'm on Twitter quite a bit, but I don't. I, I got other stuff to do. Like I know you're this. Oh, you do, you do, you do, yeah. you do. Yeah, I, I, I have other agendas and I have other activities, um, but I think a lot of these people are on Twitter so much. It's like they're like they're they live on Twitter, so they feel the, like if anyone the, it's if, like, if, it's if like, anyone it's like, disagrees with like their their notions or thoughts, and like they have to defend. They're like the Brian McCanns, where like they don't the, the Brian McCann stopping Carlos Gomez from trotting around the bases um, uh, and making making them apologize and kiss their feet because. You know, they don't see that eye. Dude, I grew up in an area, an era of like people, the baseball player just showed up people and that's the way it was, man. You know, when, 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 when Auerbowski, the man Hungarian, used to go behind the mound and rub up that baseball and there's all these antics or Mark Fidrich, Mark the Bird Fidrich did all the crazy shit talking to the baseball. That's what made baseball colorful and fun and exciting and stuff like that, you know? And if you didn't like it, you know what you did? You threw, you threw the ball at the guy and hit him in the head, you know? <laughs> Perfect. You know, that was, those are the good old days. You know, I mean, I, uh, and I grew up in a year when you know what I just said whatever I had to say. I, I I learned from what I you know. This is the thing when you when you just say whatever you're gonna want to say, you know, and you just you fully express yourself. It's very freeing. And guess what? If you piss people off and you rub them the wrong way, you say something that's insensitive, you say something that's off color, you say something that doesn't come off the right way. You know what? You learn from it, or you don't. That's all. That's all it is. That's 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 all, that's why you have this enlightened being like myself that you have the ability to share on the on, on this, this podcast with me because I've learned from all the stuff that I've I've learned by pushing life and pushing people to the limit. I like to challenge myself. Oh, I, I believe you on that. You know that, and I push myself to the limit. Have you seen my training? I've some of my training regiments on Twitter. Have you noticed my training stuff and me training and pushing myself? Yeah. See how what I do? Okay. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, go I went for I went for a jog today. A whole jog, huh? Yeah. And I hope you didn't strain yourself. Well, it's you know, hot. It's really, it's really it, hot out. Yeah, but yeah, hot. What is it, hot? Eighty to crack eighty in Canada there. Oh you know? yeah, oh yeah, it's like close to ninety here today. Holy, that the people must be melting up there in 80, 90 <laughs> degrees in Canada. Well, the, the igloo, the igloos are decimated. The igloos are decimated. You know? <laughs> but um, talk about talk about talk about wet dreams. But uh, anyway, coming coming down in Jersey here, you know, the, the other day it was like ninety eight degrees in the gym, man. You can't even work out in in, in the gym in Jersey yet. You know why? The gyms are still shut down. So I had to go out and buy a personal training package. This is my, they opened the gym up for personal training. So I had their bright idea. It's like, you know what? You know, I'll buy personal training. It cost me 500 bucks. 
something like this for, for a personal training package of like how many sessions it was. I want to say eight sessions, 12, 10 sessions, whatever the hell it was. Okay. Some well, crazy that's number. only half of a main event that you throw away usually, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That I piss away. Right. Yeah. So, um, so that, so that's basically, so, I, so just, just to be able to use a gym, you know, and there's no air conditioning is it was 98 degrees in there. 97 degrees was in there or whatever, you know, you're stifling hot and you know what you train. You I don't want to go back to the gym right now. That's the worst. That's a, what's the worst place to go. I want oh, my really. Yeah, I've, I I prepaid up. I prepaid a year membership, and I'm I just uh, I'm asking. What's wrong with going to What's wrong to going to a gym? Why? What's so What's what? so unsafe about a gym? Why would you go? Why would you risk that? There's and... nobody there. There's nobody there. I I, I have I have a ten, twelve, fifteen thousand square foot facility. Did you see the video? There's not a single soul in it except me, okay. me, my towel, a spray bottle. There's nobody there. No 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 COVID is living in 90, 98 degree heat that's out there. <laughs> okay. Right. Okay. Okay. Not happening. Before, before this gets off the rails here, because it, it's getting—it's always there's, off the rails. There's, 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 there's one more thing that there's one more thing that happened on Twitter today that we that we must talk about because people are reacting to that. And people and then also uh, my my good friend Mark, Mike Curland, who also um, told me to mention to you that um, their their team is ahead of yours, him and Fish in the main event. First and, of all, like you like you he, just he said. says he owns you on Twitter and he owns you on the, in the NFL. First, first of all, first of all. Notice what he just said, him and fish. See, he can't do it by himself, you know, because obviously, you know, was it, it wasn't, it, fish would never make the mistake that he made drafting Garrett Whitley over Forrest Whitley, right? Or not, or, 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 or fabbing, yeah, fabbing, fabbing, he, fabbing. But Garrett Whitley over fat, that's what you did? That's what he did, right? Yeah, he took um, Garrett Whitley instead of Forrest Whitley in tonight's fab. Yeah, brilliant. <coughs> Genius. How much did that, how much did that, how much did that cost him? Yeah, 130, 140 bucks. Yeah, right. And let me guess, it was unopposed, right? Oh, that's a good guess. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I, don't, I don't know, and but I don't, did, I, don't need to if, I don't need to check that. And if he did that, I'm going to go way out on the limb and say that that bit was unopposed. And I, and I guarantee if, if he did that with Fish, Fish would fucking strangle him if that was the case. You know, because there's no way that they had a team together that he shared. A fish would disown him if that was the case. If that was a shared, like you put him in charge of Fab and he pulled. This is what I'm talking about. This is this is a, this mistake. You cannot make a mistake like that in, in in these leagues. I mean, it's one thing, you know. We all make. I mean, you draft somebody you shouldn't have drafted, or you know, whatever that kind of thing. When you you have this, this is like it's right in front of you all the time in the world to look at these players. Make sure you you put the right player in the right bid, all that kind of shit. And you do something like that, man. It's like that. That's like bush league rookie mistake, man. You could never make. You should never make in these leagues. It's ridiculous. You pull over a tenth of your fab on a player. Does a player even play? Does he even play in the majors? I don't even know. No, he doesn't. <laughs> That's crazy. I think he's in the minor so, leagues. But I, yeah. you know what? I, and I, I'm this is this is this is me laughing at Curlin right now. <laughs> I think that's great. I think it was fantastic that he just made that mistake. Yeah, but what about what about him being in second place and you got and you're in six in the main yeah. event? That's what he that's what he's, that's what he's telling me to bring in the, in the lead they were in together. Yeah, the main. The, 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 yeah. And, yeah. Uh, wait till tomorrow. It, it's it, wait, wait till day four. I, I, I could go up. To, I could go from six to first place tomorrow in one day. Okay. He said, so, I'll, re I'll read you what he said. He said, give MTM some shit. He's in my main event and not beating me yet. Watch him cry. It's only two days. Blah, 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 Not, blah. not beating me yet. So he expects to be beaten. <laughs> Another loser mentality. Oh, I expect to be beaten by MTM. Okay. Perfect. That's, that's great. Then you will be beaten in the end by me if that's the case. But at the end of the day, I'm not just beating you, you know, which would be no, no task whatsoever. I'm being fish, being fish, which gives you a little bit more help uh, on there as well. So to this point, so it's the only reason why you're even in, in where you are right now, because Curl and I don't think couldn't pull, a, pull off a train by himself. That's, that's a whole other story. So uh, go ahead. What else? 
Do you want to look at the? You want to look at my board, your board? Not and, really. Not I really, really don't want to look at your boards. You don't have. You don't. You don't. You don't I thought. Um, I thought you would give me like the Moran package because I. I uh, one of my drafts, I, I, I took a lot of these rookie pitchers, and actually that was one of the questions later. Um, what do you? I wanted to get your thoughts on some of the rookie pitchers coming up, and I, I'll talk about them too. Pearson, Gore, Mize, uh, Brady Singer, and Spencer Howard. Well, you took the, you took these all in one league. <clears throat> in one, one, league, one league, I yeah, 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 I did. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I did. I got, I got Pearson, Howard, Gore, Mize, and Singer. Okay. Okay, but but Singer, he was he was starting that week. So like, it was, you, it's, you, it's, you, hard, it's hard enough to it's hard enough to find people starting that weekend, like this past did, weekend. Did you start him this past weekend? Yes, I did. Oh, so he was in there, and so you got the benefit of his stats. Yes. So good for you. See that. It worked out for you, right? Well, but I still have these four, these four, these four fucks that are. Well, Spencer good. Howard. Spencer well, Howard is gonna. First of all, yeah. I knew I knew Spencer Howard was. It wasn't announced. I knew Spencer Howard was coming up this week. Pearson was already announced that he was coming up this week. So those two guys, like, I don't think it's baked yeah, into but, the but, price. But look, we but look, we you drafted him, bro. Okay, you drafted him in the 12th, 13th, and 14th, 12th and 13th rounds. I mean, yeah. sure, you're going to get those guys, but you're jumping them way. And even Brady Singer's a gigantic reason. I mean, it worked out that he pitched well in the 21st round. I mean, these, the, you, you, I mean, okay, I can give either way. Well, I'm looking what's in that league in that 21st round, which you could have gotten. Yeah, you, you know, I mean, someone got Sandy Alcantara that, in that round, uh, which, which worked out well. But, um, but still, I mean, you know, those, those guys, you, 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 you do some major draft capital to, to make those picks. I wasn't, and, I wasn't getting Pearson, I mean, much later, I don't think. That was, that was this, he was already announced to be going the next week. And he's, he's like, his stuff is lights out. So any, like, I, like those type of prospects, I don't like, I'm pretty confident with him. Yeah. All right. Well, same, same with Spencer Howard. It's not like, like you get, you get a prospect. Comes I, up I have a lot of Spencer Howard. I hope Spencer Howard, you know, comes in and lights out and it's killer. And would it be awesome? I got him in my, I think I got him in my ultimate, my MTM league as well too. So that, that'd be great if Spencer Howard became uh, a huge uh, pro and, and was awesome this year. So, right. and uh, so, you know, I mean, you know, Bundy went in the same, in the same round as in your, in your league as Spencer Howard. Josh James went in that, in that round. Savali went in that league. All right. I mean, could he be comparable to them at the end of the year? I don't know. Spencer Howard, I, I, I in, my, in my last, um, in my last year of champions, I took Josh James and then I realized I wasn't going to get Spencer Howard. I'm like, fuck. And then I, 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 I regretted not taking Spencer Howard over Josh James. Uh, I, I don't know about, you know, I mean, Josh James could be gigantic this year. He's going to get two be. stars this week. Or he I mean, could be, Mike, he was being drafted in 2018 or, two, no, he was being drafted last year alongside Nick Pavetta. All right, well, okay, but the guy, you know, has Bo- stuff, man. Now just, more than yeah. ever, he's going to have a job, especially oh, with Verlander yeah. going, for Verlander going now, there's no doubt he's going to, they're going to keep him in the rotation at this point. So, and what he was showing, you know, for the most part in spring and summer was like lights out and he's, he's figuring it out, you know, at this point. So, I'm big and, on Brian Abreu. I think Brian Abreu is going to have some sort of important yeah. role. Well, I got him somewhere and whatever. We'll see. We'll see if he, uh, I picked him up just for you in one of my leagues, I think. But I in, in this draft, I think you are right because I, I reached on those guys for sure. Um, well, yeah, for sure. But um, I did my, the rest of my, like, I guess I could have had pitchers like the ones you mentioned. And also my outfield is a little bit weaker um, in that draft. My outfield, my starting outfield last week was Hunter Renfo, Kyle Lewis, who I got in both my drafts. Um, yeah, and Kyle Lewis has been killer. Yeah, you know, but you also, but you also got him in. You know, you had to get, you had to pay nineteenth round for him. 
where he's that's traditionally fine. someone that was going in the twenties. But that that retrospect is fine. But at the time that you needed you needed to reach big time for an outfielder. Yeah. You had Juan Soto, and Juan Soto wasn't even playing right. uh, at all. And you know, so. I took him. I took Juan Soto pick sixty six. That's looking real good right now. It's 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 all looking good on paper, bro. As I said before, I love Juan Soto. Okay, I am out of one. I have one share of him somewhere in an important league. I think it is right, but. You know, that looked great now, but the guy's got to come back. He's got to play, and we'll see how he is, you know, how productive he is. But he's off to a slump to start off with, and he's missing two weeks. When is he coming back? So, I mean, is he going to come yeah, back this week? I think so. I mean, I, it should so. be. I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm, as of right now, he'd be my line. If I had to set my lineup right now, he'd be my starter lineup. Well, well given that outfield you have, I, would, I, don't, I don't see why I wouldn't <laughs> put him in there. So, yeah. But, but, but if you look at, like, take, take, the, sing, take the singer pick um, in round 21. Um, who else is going around that time? Like, there's people going in that range that have, like, tons of people in that range have already been dropped. I don't I'm, I'm not going to go then start looking through there, but, like, okay, Matt, Matt McGill. He's same round. Useless. Um, well, Lindblom could be good. Turnbull mm-hmm. was at a great start. He was solid. You know, yeah, but it's, like, not a horrific thing. But, again, Hunter, was, Hunter Harvey. Like, it was, this is – Hunter Harvey was taken. Look, I, I, can't, I can't speak for people's other idiotic picks in, 12, in round 21. Mm-hmm. Right, that are out there. He was I'm already, he, he already going to be on the disabled list on a shitty I'm, team. I, I'm not even saying, I said, yeah. not just because they were taking around 21 doesn't mean it was a good pick. <laughs> yeah. Some of these people. I, well, my, was, my point is, it's like the, you bank on some upside. At this point, you might as well bank on the upside because you're going to you're gonna uh, filter through, the, through, through that lineup anyways. Um, another pick I wanted to talk about with you here is um, Modica took um, your, your boy, my boy, I have lots of, and I, yeah, I got shut out on him in the main events, is Corbin Burns. He took him real early. Where did he take him? I'm trying to look. He took him in the 12th round. Yeah. So. Not, not, not knock him. Like, I love. Beginning I like, of the 12th. I, I beginning, love beginning Corbin Burns, the- but I, I, you know what? I looked, I, every, every one of these drafts, I look at the min and the max, and I try to see all the picks for the, for the players I'm interested in. And I said, okay, my plan here, I, I map out my plan. I'm like, I was looking to target Corbin Burns around pick 200, which is super early. I was going to set the min pick on him. And Modica just fucking blows me out of the water. That's the super min pick of like 160. He probably knew um, a bunch of people in this draft. Maybe, maybe me. I don't know. But like he probably figured somebody's going to jump him. So he, he, he probably yeah, we had no choice. We had no choice to jump him because he took Clevenger in that round, and then then he waited what? and he Clevenger. went right the oh, 13. Yeah. Right. No, yeah, he took him at 13, but like he, so he took Clevenger at 13, and then he then his next pitcher was Brandon Woodruff, and I have some serious concerns about Brad, Brandon Woodruff later in the season. This this and my inside knowledge is inside information is that he he might he's a chance he might even pitch in September, you know, come September. Given what um I forget the situation is going on. Someone had told me that some inside stuff about Woodruff toward the end of the year, so hmm. um he might miss some time in September and whatever. So and uh, and not like he's like an ace. You're looking for an SP two there, and that then fourth, and that you're taking Woodruff there. You're asking a lot. Uh, to back up Clevenger, and uh, and then you know you got Iglesias and Cle- Clark, which are two like shaky closers at best, if that. And then you better you better have Burns and, and James blow up for you. That's the I'm not in love with his team the way he put it together. He took a lot uh, of players. Like uh, I like he took Bichette, obviously you like in the third. Yeah, round. and Bichette, and he and he got you know he he, Wait, uh, he got but he got Bichette late. He got Bichette very late. You'll never see in any draft I was in you'll never see Bichette get that lead in the third. Because you're taking him unless you have a, unless you have the 13th, 14th, or 15th pick. You're never going to see him that late. Right. Although I think there was a, well, there is one strange lead that I had Bichette go to the 14th. That was the 15th. And somehow Bichette fell the 14th pick. I don't know how that was. And then. So uh, what do you think about his Meadows pick? Um, because he took Meadows after I took Soto in that same round. I like it. I like that pick because um, like, 
Just yeah, I mean Meadows is on the on the way back, and he's whatever. So maybe after this week he'll be back. And as I said, it's just everything. Every it's so many unknowns with this year, man. It's such a crapshoot with the way this the way this year is shaking out right now. And anything yeah. could happen. You know, he could come back and be in a huge slump. And some of these guys, like you know, look at Acuna, the start he's had. So we can got to get his, you know, what a horrible series, even the you know the against the Mets he had, uh, and looking bad. I mean, like I said, you can't afford. What if you slump for two, three weeks? I mean, I mean, it's like it's really crazy this week. So it's just you just it's a lot of hoping and praying, man. It's like this. I guess this is what it's like with fantasy football. And I don't play fantasy football, but this is the kind of level you just cross your fingers and yeah. hope it works out. You know, in a lot of ways. With this, with baseball, you know, there's just virtually no time to course correct and straighten out and you know whatever. So just kind of go with it. I just like I said, I got my players, I got my guys. I know they're good guys in any other season, and if it was a full season, and if they're healthy. It's just a matter of then, you know, performing in that very small window of opportunity they have right now. And I think that many of them will. And, you know, I just, I'm not worried about a slow start for two days, three days for a weekend and stuff like that. You know, these next couple of weeks, I want to see them head up. I want these, I want these guys blowing up and going crazy. I want, I want, I want them going ape shit in August. That's what I want to see them. You know, in late, in late August, they're blowing up and going crazy and, you know, that kind of thing. And, you know, piling on the, piling on the stats. And uh, as long as they're playing, man, that's the thing right now. Keeping guys in the field. That's all that's so we're I seeing. Thought you're gonna, I thought you were going to give me more shit for my, all the young guys I drafted. But I guess, like, now now that it's shaken out that Pearson and, and Pearson Springer, Pearson Singer and Howard are all um, going to be pitching this week, it doesn't look that bad. But, but, but they're all – but they're still rookies, right? So there's the element of the unknown, but um, – Right, you, you, but you're wanting you're wanting them to be like you know huge blow up out of game you want guys. Them to be, if, if, okay, so put it this way: between the three of them, if one of them turns into Paddock, am I am I winning? Yeah, is the league you're in first place in right now? No, well, am I, do I? Is that is that a win for in terms of the draft? If one if if one of Pearson, Singer, and Spencer Howard do what Paddock did last year, only one of those three, and the other two are marginal at best. Is that yeah, still? Is that just, still? Uh, I'm sure it's fine. But, but again, it depends how the rest of your team is doing. I mean, oh, they, you yeah. could have one win in three, and you know that's great. But it may not be enough uh, for the rest of your team. But um, you know, I mean, you, you drafted my, you know, Craig Kimbrell, who I can't stand as yeah. a closer in that round, and that's not one of my favorites. He hasn't had a chance to do anything bad yet. Right. Exactly. So you you survive the weekend. So it's a, it's a, <laughs> it's a plus addition by subtraction. You had no, <laughs> yeah. no 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 Kimbrel uh, issues this weekend at all. Yeah. So uh, what's whatsoever, but uh, so what is? Is there anything massively more important you want to talk to me with? You've had me, you got me on here now, and you know, is there, is there something I have to, that I must talk about before I wrap it up? Because how long have we been doing this for? Over an hour already, oh, yeah, right? Well over an hour. So of course, um, an hour, another hour of brilliance, of course. But go ahead. So was there, was there any players that you missed on in the in the main event that that you that maybe you're get you're getting uh, throughout the year? Um, I'll just give you I'll just rattle off a couple guys that I didn't I did not get in the main event that I was getting a lot in like the DCs and they were Julio Reyes, Kettle Marte, Bo Bichette, Carlson, Kingery, Corbin Burns, Luis Robert, who I really wanted to get but he was high expensive, Trevor Bauer, and Loriano. Um, those are all guys I did not get in the main. Is there anyone that like, you played more mains than I did? Is there anyone that you missed on that you were getting a lot just because you couldn't? Could you say it a little faster, maybe? I mean, it's he's you got the gist so of it. I keep track of it all, but um, a lot of guys. Uh, I think I didn't ask you to memorize the guys. It took to my last main. You. It took to my last main that people took. Uh, like, well, obviously, I wanted to get a lot of Bijo, and he's he somehow I could not seem to get Bijo at all until my last main event for some reason. And that worked yeah. out. Uh, so more Corey Seegers I would love to have gotten on there. Um, 
you know, Glassnow has got to be doing my doing me well because I somehow I ended up on Glassnow all four of my of my high four of my five of my high stakes drafts of my four three of my three of my main events and one and my and my ultimate league, you know, my super my the MTM ultimate I, super I have him on this year. Got so one of my two mains. He's got to be like Glassnow, you know, vintage the way he was beginning of last year this season that's a big thing so that's you know, my drafting aspect. a lot like in these dcs you get to know like who all the like the really good players like like yourself mike like focus like i know your guys and glasno um like obviously he's one of your guys but he's also a lot of he was vlad settler's guy i know whenever i was drafting with him i did a couple drafts with him he would always be getting glasno in the fourth round so you, you tend, you, he, tends to, he, and that's why he had commented i mean the one draft that i was in with him he had brought up that you know when i had gotten you know i think glasno and Montas early, and I forget who the other guy is. My other, uh, my other big starter I had in that in that team. He was like, oh, he said he texted me that he was impressed. <laughs> Maybe because I was taking his guys. <laughs> that's probably what that's probably what it was. You another know, thing, I, the other thing I noticed was um, I've done it a lot with Casey Cha. He's been in a bunch of my DCs, and he he's always going the Kinger, uh, not Kinger. He's always going the Garrett Hampson McMahon combo. That's and, and obviously you think twice because. This guy's successful. Like, what's what's he know? But um, right now, Hampson's not not really playing that much. So yeah, well, I, I, have some, I have some. I have some. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, some, um No, some uh, McMahon's. Yeah, I wouldn't touch. I wouldn't touch Hampson. But uh, you know, but I had uh, yeah, because he liked the start that I had. This is a lead that I started Trey Turner in the first. Came back a Walker Bueller late second. Came back Bobby Shett in the third. Glass now in the fourth. Montas in the fifth. You know, and then Neris and then Donalds. And then what? Yeah. That's early for Montez. Well, early fifth, you know. He would have he would have gone the sixth, seventh for sure. He wouldn't have made it back. So at this point. But again, he's an, he's a guy in this season who he, he, all things being equal. And now if he's pitching now, is is Montas gonna be put up better numbers than Verlander this year? So is he? Absolutely. Maybe unless, okay. he, unless, he, unless he, he pitches to like a six ERA. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> he's still he's going to give you some numbers. <laughs> right. He's not going to give you any. I mean, so yeah, he's not going to pitch to a six ERA. But again, the, the, these guys, these this these guys like Montas, you know, could be just as good, but just as, as similar in many ways to some of the other uh, the other first second rounders. So you got to go. You got to shoot for him there at this point in the season. He's 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 starting and he's in the rotation, and uh, so. I mean, especially if Luzardo, they're talking about giving Luzardo a spot there. I've got him in the 10th round in a couple of these because they weren't talking about him as a starter. But having Luzardo, a guy of that talent, pick him up in the 10th round, I'll take that all day long. Because I knew sooner or later he'd be a starter, given the, given right. the services. Are there, are there any players that you got in the main events that you didn't get at all in uh, your other drafts that just sort of a new share? One guy that I that I got in the main just because I waited on outfield in these drafts and um, I didn't get the outfielders like the Lorianos and Louis Roberts. I ended up with Adam Eaton. He's been okay so far, but he's a guy. He's the one guy that I got in the main events that I just never was on, never was able to get him, or never wanted him before. Yeah, yeah. Well, I got a, I got a, you know, I got a hater share, which I got no, nowhere. Never want to play pay up for a hater, but I got a share of hater. I got, I got a share of Don, Donaldson. I told you, so no. These are guys that I got no in none of my, uh, in none of my uh, DCs really early on. I don't think. So never, you, that you never got Sano? I think at one time. I think I had him one time early, 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 early in the season. I got him in like the eighth. Or ninth or ninth tenth round, or late late, later later than that. It was at the end of a, I forget when it was, but uh, it was very late. 
and I've gotten to know. So go, uh, I want to ask you something about Hater in that draft. So going into that draft, did you did you plan? Did you say to yourself before, and I'm just fucking taking Hater in in round three, and I'm just yeah, I'm just doing it. I'm doing. I'm, I, I if I said if Hater was going to be there, I'm going to take him because I'm not going to. I'm going to go. I'm going to destroy. I'm going to pound this pitching in this one thing and zig with the other ones because i knew this league that i was going to be in if i didn't do something crazy well you gotta figure he's not going to be gone before then he was like that was that wasn't the min pick on the main event well i i, I was in that event when I, I was in that main event when he went like in the second round early, early yeah. second so but, I mean, you, so, but you on a, on a scale of one one percent to 100 percent, how confident were you that he was going to be there no, 3.1 in that league, not, not very confident, 50, no. 50, because like I said, who I was knowing who I was drafting with in this league, you know, I thought it was maybe a 50, 50 proposition who came back to me. And uh, I was happy that he was there because basically, as I said, you know, in, in, in a league like this, with this kind of competition, you know, I wanted to do something different and build around it. You know, does it, does it give you any satisfaction uh, knowing uh, that probably one or two or three other people um, just said came into the draft at the same plan and round three that I'm just going to fucking take Josh Hader super early. And you just took the wind right out of their sails. I, if that's what they were, if that they, if that they were thinking, if, I don't know what they were thinking. I don't know. I got him. I think I got him at the end of the third round. So the, there was no way he was making oh, end it. Of the fourth third? Round. Oh yeah. yeah. The end of the third. Yeah. I, I, I got him on the 15. I was in the 15 hole on that draft. Oh, so sorry. I, I thought 3.1. So all, no. all those questions I just asked were really stupid. Yeah, they're, but they're, well, you, you usually are full of stupid questions, so I just I just kind of roll with it. So okay, let's get but, let's um, go to another one right now. Any players that you that you didn't get that you that you wish you, that you wish you would have, like any regrets? Well, you know, what using using the first few days of uh, data. No, um, not not hindsight. Players that you went in that you wanted to get that you just weren't able to get. Like some of the guys I wanted, like were the guys that I got before that I like Mike Kettle Martes, Julio Arias, those guys, Bauer, the guys that were on during the season during the draft season. That, I wasn't able to get in the, in the important leagues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I, I, and, and, you know, I mean, I, I will feel that she, she shakes out, but uh, I know there was um, some more, little, uh, some more Matt Olson would have been nice. If I got somewhere else and some Castellanos because everybody was all over Castellanos. I know that wasn't going to happen, you know, on that. So those are, those are a couple guys that would be nice to get some, uh, get some more of um, later on. But uh, right. on the flip know, side, anyone that you like are already, already regretting. I got a couple. I like, just oh, that later, I'm already regretting. That later, I'm already regretting this soon in. <laughs> later, later, guys, like I'm um, just spending any sort of capital on Taiwan Walker. Um, I'm regretting Alex Wood where I took him, but I needed another just like warm body type starting pitcher that had some decent upside because that was the draft I took all those rookies in. And then I'm also regretting taking Gore so early in my first one, where he went like 100 picks later in the second one, and I still got him. Right. Probably not. You don't. Probably, you don't. You don't. Have, you, you, you probably. I don't, I don't regret a lot of my picks, man. To tell you the truth. Didn't think you know, so. It's just too early to regret any of my picks. I'm. I'm just really saying that I, I hope my. I hope my. My. My prediction on the, uh, you know, the kidnapper Sano is uh, whatever else he's got going on. <laughs> is he? I need him to be like going going nuts. You know, in this in this particular league for the one league that I have him on because I really hinged a lot on that pick for him to be you know, the the blow up guy there and. Guys like you know, guys that have on like a lot of teams that have to do well. I might try to diversify, but there's some teams like I told you, like a glass now has to kill it this year. I have to have Kenley Jansen do well this year. Got to see. I have a lot of Josh Bell. I have a lot of Framil Reyes. You know, these, these are teams that I really want to see these guys blow up and do really awesome this year because I have I happen to have Chris Dave. I don't know why Chris Davis was like the early season darling on a lot of things because he's a guy that when he starts hitting home runs, man, he can go he can go on he can go crazy for two months straight. 
you know, Chris Davis and hit like 13, 14 before the season's over at this point. I need Chris Davis to get his mojo back. He's another guy with mega power and, and not horrific batting average. I mean, they won't like completely tank your batting average in a short season. I'm surprised you're on that guy. It doesn't seem like one of your guys. You know, I mean, look, he's a, he's a late UT guy and uh, for the team, he's uh, definitely in 12th, 13th round for a guy that could, could hit, hit a pro rate of 40 homers what, what, easily on a great team. You know, I, I, there's, it was a no-brainer at that point to go for him. And he was playing hurt. He had he started off really well this year. Then he got hurt. And he was playing hurt the whole year. And he plays, man. He's a gamer. He wants to play. He wants to be out there. So he's the kind of guy, he gets hot over 60 days, 45 days. He can lead you to a title. And just popping homer after homer after homer. So those, I'd love to see him you know, blow up and do well. So those, those are guys like that. You know, those are a few, a few of those guys that, uh, you know, that are across multiple leagues. You know that you want to usually when I when I draw these main events, I have my guys. You know, like like there was a year that I had Trevor Story a couple of years ago when you know, you know coming off coming back in, I knew he was going to have a gigantic year, and I made it a point to get him in every damn league you know, that I had across the board and paid gigantic dividends having Trevor Story. Oh, yeah. uh, this, this, so in, in this in this season though, you know, it's a lot more dangerous proposition when you do that. Fernando Tatis, he's a guy having two very important leagues. Like to see him have the five category output. You got him in the second round in that one league, right? I mean, yeah, I, I had him second round. I got him at like two, whatever that is, in the six, coming back on the six picks. So what is that? You know, two. I picked. Two I started. Ten. Yeah, I started. I started. The, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. You know, when I started. The, when I started this league uh, with Mookie Betts at six, which was a gift as it was, and and somehow I get Fernando Tatis in the second. <laughs> you know, and then and then Bo Yeah, I wish. I, remember, I was talking to you during that because I I got bats at six, and I'm like, I was, I was I was just waiting for Tatis to come back. And it's like, and then I'm watching this, like I said, so the, the turn goes. I'm thinking he's going to go on the turn for sure. You know, in this league, and guy goes Bregman Scherzer. Okay, then I think for sure he's going to go right after that. Guy takes the hater at two, whatever that is. That's an, talk about a min pick. He's the hater when the second pick. Coming back in the second round. They're just giving okay. everyone gifts after that. So, so then it was like, then it was like Arenado. Okay, went after that. Then I'm, going, yeah. I'm watching this, and I'm, then I see Flaherty go to Erickson. This is the team that Eric, the league Erickson's in. Right. He went for Leonard Flaherty, and I, my condolences to Jeff Erickson, who will probably never listen to this podcast, but. The poor guy was just, just thank, just congratulating him. I'm getting Verlander in the first round <laughs> on this main event, and of course he just goes down and uh, goes down today. Then he gets, he gets Flaherty, and then I see a guy go. This guy goes. Um, yeah, I think maybe my money Mila less than Dave guy. He goes by Dave Vincenzo. Is that him? I don't know who it is, but he uh-huh. he goes he goes Bieber, and then then this guy then Christensen. Okay, draft cheat takes Freddie Freeman. I'm like I said, I feel like I was in the twilight zone here. I'm watching these guys drop, and no one took Clevenger. So Fish jumps on Clevenger after that. That right. late in the second round, then Walker Bueller goes after that. I'm like, I said, is this possible? And then I'm sitting there, and this guy's before me, and I'm waiting. It's there's only two picks this guy can make right now. He's other, he, he either could pick Strasburg or he could pick Tatis because Strasburg is going to be the last, you know, top considered top guy, right? And he yeah. goes through it. And when I saw Strasburg, whatever, I was like so stunned. I, I started doing a search for Tatis to make sure he didn't get hit by a bus that day. <laughs> I, I was wondering, did the guy get run over? Did something happen to him? Because Fish goes, took you long enough. And I, I'm like, when I was like, well, I had to look him up to make sure he wasn't hit by a bus somewhere that I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Yeah, yeah, I know. To get freaking, and then I was going to go pitcher in the third round. It was like, then Giolito, Paddock, Castillo, Dark, they all go. And I said, screw it. I'll just fucking go with uh, Bichette here. So look at yeah. those three, look at those top three guys in terms of, you know, 
potential batting average, speed run scoring, power, power yeah. speed, man. That, it's lethal. And this team's not even doing that great so far. So here, who are your top pitchers on that team? Well, that's where that's when I came back in the fourth round, and I was counting down. Hopefully, the glass now will make it back to me. So I got glass now. Wow. And then, then and then the inflection point where I really that I really wanted things to fall in the right way was in the fifth round, coming back. Freaking the guy right before me takes Montas, and I know he must have known I took him. So or take Lance Lynn, right? You know, so he took Mont. So he took in the so in the fifth in the fifth Grabbed round. No, no, I didn't grab Lance Lynn. Oh. You know, I took the Eloy. I took the best oh. available. I wasn't going to reach for Lance Lynn in the fifth round. Sorry, wasn't going to do it. So I took Eloy there, and then uh, coming back, I took Giles, took a closer. And, of course, that's what, my hurt, that's what hurt me today because Giles, I really need him in that league because I, I don't have a gigantic great closer. But I, although I did luck into, I think, I think I have, did I have Kim in this league? Maybe not. I thought I had Kim early in this league. Maybe I didn't. But I don't really have the closer power that I need in this league, although I got, you know. So, but, the, but I did get guys like, you know, uh, after Giles, I did get my mistake. My, my, my one mistake pick I made in this round, which I could have looking back on it, because this team was killer hitting. And I, and I just had Fran Mill Reyes sitting there in the middle of the seventh round. I'm like, oh, this guy is just going to just be on top of just icing on the cake right now. But what I should have done is I should've, probably should have just grabbed Archie Bradley or something like that, or someone, or someone, one of the, one of the other closers uh, in that, in that, well, to pair up with Giles at that point and better right. off at that point. But didn't work out that way. Closes went and then, you know, because Diaz and of course didn't, you know, I had Iglesias, Robles, Diaz, R.G. Bradley all went right after that mm. in succession. And quite, quite frankly, how they all did this weekend, I didn't miss much. I didn't miss much, you know, and all those guys. I actually started really liking Iglesias like near the end of the draft season because of the schedule. Yeah, but he, he, he's always, he's another time bomb, man. He, he, he was such a train wreck last year. And I understand why he wants him because he's got the job, but he's, he's like so hit or miss. You know, so then coming back in the eighth round, I took Lamette, which was great because the guy's been like with light lights out, look, look, look awesome when he start. And then I took Urias in the ninth. You know, I didn't pitch yeah. great this year. He got five, five innings that have nothing, nothing earth shattering, but he, so I, that was, I had to be the pick there, you know, and then, um, you know, my, and the rest of my pitchers in this league, you know, to go with the rest of the hitting, forget the hitter. I got like Bundy in this one as well too. I nice. got Josh James. I got Josh James in this one. We'll I got Mike. I got Fultonevich in this one. I got Bassett. I got Lugo up in there. I got Spencer Turnbull late. So, so that's the thing. So there's a there's a bunch of uh, you know great great pitchers in this team. It's got to come through. It's just my my main thing. If I'm going to compete in overall, I might win the maybe win the league. But I, the only way I'm going to compete in the overall is to figure out closers in this league. Plus, Giles comes back. I'm hoping it's nothing major with Giles. Did you pay 500 bucks for for Bass? No, I I put a high bid on him, but I wasn't going to spend that kind of crap and and got that kind of money in this league. You're lucky, you're I thought it'd be you're I thought it'd be enough, but you know. So I mean, you know, what the, what the Bass go for in that in that in that league? I'll tell you. I'll tell you my the Anthony the Anthony Bass bid in this league. Let me see where it is. Well, Curlin told me the bid for the league that you're in with him. Is that that league? No, it must be different. Maybe it is that league with Curlin. He's like know. 507 or something like that. Yeah, was well, that Fish is in that league? So maybe is he with Fish in this league? Yeah, he's with Fish, but I don't know if was, you took Turner. Yeah, that's a league. He went for five hundred something bucks in this. I would never, I would never have paid that much for Bass. I mean, you know, even though I was Didn't my you say guy. This was your Betts Tatis league. Uh, was that the league? No, maybe it's the, no the Turner league. No, 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 no. No, the Turner league. No, this is the Turner. He said Bass league. was for 480, 480, 481 in that league. It's crazy. Okay. It's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, I mean, I mean, it's great if he ends up being, but then he's not even sure. They say it could be Dolis, 
maybe the least gets a job. And I got him in that league. I got the least in a lot of other leagues as a secondary. Rob guy. Silver tweeted something today that he thinks the best closer, the best pitcher in the bullpen, is someone different than either of those guys. Neither of those guys. All right. Well, I saw some guys picking up Shun Yamaguchi. <laughs> my my boy Yamaguchi's been like horrific, and so I see people picking him up too. Sure. But yeah, the turn, this, this is the league that I started trade Turner right, and then I went Bueller, and then Bichette, and then last now Montas, Naris, Donaldson. You know, so and he went for 500 in that league. Yeah, but I, I didn't need him in this league. I don't. I didn't have. I really. I didn't have. Um, I didn't have him in this league. You know, the, yeah. the league I had him in. I ended up getting. I ended up buying closers on on uh, wave on with Fab this this week. That uh, in the leagues that I didn't need the closers, I, I got the guys. I got the Drake and I got someone the other, um, Drake and some one of the other guys. Um, but in the league where I needed a closer, which my I only have Nick Anderson and Kimbrel. I didn't. I wasn't able to get him. Right. Um, so, so, this is my last question for you. This is my last question that I had planned. This, 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 this is bringing it home for the night. Great, right? Well, no, there, we'll, there'll be, we'll, we'll figure something out to end it off because you know. Oh, did you, you know did us. you have some kind of contest for me at all, or no? I guess no, you didn't have anything planned. No, I, didn't, I don't have anything planned. All right, then we'll do I, the had, next I time. had this great outline that was too long for you, so I didn't want to. Yeah, and it's already one forty in the morning, man. You know, some of us have to. Some of us have to work in the morning. I got to work. I got to work. I got. I got to work when we get off the phone here. Oh. Um, all you got to do is put a shovel in the back of your car, man, and go out into the back, go out and find the next pot and go bury the body. That's all you got to do. Mm-hmm. Um, Don't forget the lime. Don't forget the lime. The lime. So, yeah. You know, just, you know, you have to throw lime in the hole with the body. Don't you? Is that from, they a, teach is you that this from in, a movie? They didn't, they, didn't, they didn't teach this in mafia school to you? I guess you didn't do that. So, <laughs> There's but, no mafia uh, in Canada. You know, you know that. No. No Canadian mafia? No. Okay. It's, not like, it's not like the States. States in Canada, they're... Different, different stories. Yeah. So who's who's next? Who's this year's like the, the league winner, like in the double digit rounds? Like last year, you had like Pete Alonso, you had Chris Paddock. Um, I don't know who else, but um, guys, those are both rookies, I guess. But um, doesn't have to be a rookie. And um, I guess who's who's that person for like the, if you had to guess it, who it was? And 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 is there a such thing as like a league winner, or maybe there's just not. Because you can get those. Well, there, there, well, there, well, there's a guy. Well, there's a guy. You know, guys that are going to get chibi being a league winners. I mean, we're already seeing this glimpses of it. If Bundy does what he's doing all year long, you know, and you're getting him in the 13, 14, 15 round, most people. I mean, he could be a major, major factor. If you, you know, if you need a starting pitcher late, uh, doing that. I mean, Burns. If Burns can, you know, go deeper in the games and not walk as many guys, and he showed glimpses of being dominant. You know, the, the, with his first time out could be a definitely huge uh, boost to people. Um, so, I mean, in terms of bats, it's concerned. Uh, late bats on, on that could be, you know, make be league winners. I mean, that, that we've seen so far. I mean, you, you see, you look at what CG Cron is doing with that kind of power as a corner guy, you got late. And I, I wanted to get him in a bunch of leagues. You never seem to need a corner at the time no. he came up in my league, but I have him in a lot of other leagues. He started know, getting pre- pushed up a lot. Yeah, he ended, he ended up getting, become a favorite of a lot of people. Um, so, you know, he's been, uh, you know, and he started off, started off hot you know, that's there. So, um, you know, maybe if Will Myers gets back to his same, his same, uh, his same self from, uh, from the past. Ian Happ is another guy I got late showing some signs of being the, the guy, the breakout kind of guy. So it's a possibility, um, who has been really solid. So like I said, I have a bunch of shares of him. So these are, these are guys that can make a, make a, make a, make a year for you, help you win a league for sure. Um, yeah, obviously Kyle Lewis would be in that fit that mold with hindsight. What about um, Aguilar? 
Jesus Aguilar. I mean, yeah. he's, he's one of those. He's one of those frustrating players. You know, <laughs> you know that a lot of people probably that he that he he burned last year or whatever didn't go back to him and didn't touch him. You know, yeah. I didn't I didn't take him in the follow up year because I wanted to see it again. It was the right choice last year not to take him, and this year, and then people got piled, kind of got him late for nothing. Got him, he basically got him for free, and he's one of those guys when you, when other people get him for free and. You, know, you you weren't back in on them. You get frustrated because you know you you you're not happy for other people when they do when they do well in these things. Getting some value like that late, yeah. You know, so um, so yeah, man. So it was this was a great show. Wasn't it again? Wasn't this just a great time? Spend some time together doing this podcast again. Yeah. Another epic one. I didn't I didn't, even, didn't have any stories prepared. Nothing. You know, this time around, I didn't come with any stories. You just picked up. You, the, didn't, you didn't tell any stories either. Yeah, you, you've been busy. You've been busy drafting. And I, I've been too busy alive. drafting, man. I've been it's, too busy drafting. I mean, it's been like a whirlwind time. I was in Man. I was in New York for the the first weekend. We had the the live events there. The only live events that the NFBC put on this year were in New York, and we did a live main event when there were I think there was eight guys, the eight guys there live, seven guys, seven or eight guys there live. The rest on Zoom. Greg with Greg uh, moderating through the through Zoom there, and we did this at the office of Greenlight Financial. We had the at the billionaires uh, pad there in the city, and Dave Einhorn, yes. David Einhorn put us up there at Greenlight, which is fantastic. How often you get a chance to, to draft at a billionaire's office complex, and was gracious enough to open the building for us. And then at night, we had the MTM, uh, the ninth season of my ultimate this year's Super Draft, which was covered by Sirius. I don't know if you listened to the coverage on Sirius XM of the show, but it was a really great of the draft. And they put their third stringers in there. They, you know, they had the three, uh, they, the, the funny story is like Ray Flowers was, you know, they had me on the air and Ray Flowers didn't say a word. He, he pretended I wasn't, they didn't even refer to him when I had me on. They, so they had uh, Bender and Kyle Elfring uh, talk to Mike Masoto. They didn't get my name right. First of all, I'm, I'm the one who found the damn league. So they interviewed me for the damn thing, but you didn't, you didn't, Ray Flowers didn't say a word. You know, you, 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 you know, you could at least, you could have at least said a few things, you know, and I, you know, put the stuff in the past and, you know, step up. I mean, Zola, if you listen to Zola, did a, Todd Zola did a great job on the, on this podcast with me and Erickson, you know, as a guest there, he's very gracious, played along with it, went with the flow, was self-deprecating. It was actually a really good, funny piece. He did a really, he did a really good job uh, with it. So props to him. You know, and he takes busting on uh, from me like anybody. That's out there, but you know, Flowers couldn't be the bigger person. You didn't hear from on there, and I and I played it completely straight when I, when I did the interview uh, with those guys on there. But it was a fun time in the city and having people there. We had ten of the ten of the fifth ten of the uh, what do you call it competitors uh, in there live uh, for that. It was been and for the ninth year, and it was just a great time, great catered, catered affair. We had a, we had a good time. No no one got COVID, so we're we're all good. Oh uh, yeah, been tested. I don't test man. Take, you take a couple aspirin clears it right up. No problem. So I don't. I don't no, I'm looking at the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball podcast. I don't see your show. What did you do? What did it's you on. Do? It's on serious. I don't think. Maybe, oh. No, I think it's on serious, man. I think I mean I made the big time. Oh, so, it's not. It's not on their podcast. It's no, on it's on the serious man. You, 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 you yeah. I'm on the big time. I don't think they like. I don't think they like you on this podcast. Yeah, I've done. I've done some uh, podcasts there. Scott Genstad scared to have me on. You know, he he's he's definitely scared. With with uh, with now, but now that maybe now that Erickson survived, maybe Jen said I had me on. Think scared else. is the right word, or no? It's scared. It's fear. They, huh. People just don't know what to do with me. See, you 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 figured out what from from day one the best thing. Just let me let me roll and do my thing. Go along with it, man. It's the best thing like that. You know, well, Hooper, let Hooper drive the boat. Everything's gonna be great. Well, they have like sponsors, and they they're like they're well. The best word to describe them is they're like legitimate. 
Yeah, you don't want you don't want to all, you don't want to upset the ball shaver sponsor, right? I mean, I mean, how, how do you how do you did that be an issue? You can read how do you read with a straight face? You know that you have a, a guy a manscape is a damn sponsor for your, <laughs> your podcast, and you're talking about a ball shaver like there. <laughs> the most uncomfortable read, this most hysterical thing when 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 Erickson's reading about the manscape thing, and that's a sponsor of your show, you know, and it's like that that that's okay though, you know. <laughs> so I mean, come on it's ridiculous. So the point is, you know, get over it. The more, the more shows I'm on, the better it is for this, for the industry here, the better it is for the NFBC. You know, it promotes the fun of the whole damn thing, you know, puts some promotes a rivalry, you know, play the heel. Everybody's after me. It's great. It's better that way. So it's a, it's a, it's a it makes it a much more enjoyable thing. This is supposed to be, it's a game. It's supposed to be fun. We're having fun, right? It's a classic line from uh, Bull Durham. We're having fun here. It's a game. We're supposed exactly. to have fun. Okay. Let's have let, fun. Let, let the kids play. Maybe, exactly. maybe Maybe we should end on. Maybe we should end on. Um, we got to. We got to end this off at some point. We got to end it off with a with uh, with a bang. So maybe we should um, have a read of our sponsor. We should. Be, maybe we should just do some throw some th- uh, throw some free advertising someone's way. Maybe we should. Maybe we should. Maybe we should do the the manscaping advertising to, to end the show. Now, do you have your own? Do you have a ball shaver at home? Do you, do you find that as a necessity, Mac? Uh, Zach, do you do you need? Is that really a thing that we're all not fulfilled, but having do we do, do? Do people really need to have this utensil? This, this like piece a, a, of power for that? A special, like a specialized one for it. It's a specialized one. It's like it's supposedly it's a specialized ceramic thing that you know you don't you know you don't you know shear your balls off when you're when you're when you when you're shaving them and in the area there and it's all these got all these features. I didn't know that. I, I I would love to know the people that tested these things in the lab. You know, I like to see the ad that was run by Manscaped say hey, we're, we're testing it. We're testing a new product that come in so we can shave your balls. <laughs> I'd love to see this. I'd love to see people showed up for that, for that, uh, for that, uh, you know, testing thing. No, they're still like, like, you know, like for the coronavirus vaccine there, I think they're still in stage one. So they're still not, they're not, they haven't moved on to human testing yet. They're still doing uh, animal testing. So is that what they're doing? That's how they did it? Yeah, no, they like, yeah, like the, like the, um, yeah, I think they're still on animal testing. They haven't, they haven't moved on to human So they were, they, they pulled in some, 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 some kind of hapless mule. <laughs> You test it right, you go right to humans? I, I don't yeah, they think went so. To, they, they, went to, they went to some freaking random random farms in the area and they asked the, they solicited, <laughs> they solicited <laughs> so I, need, I need some of your farm animals. You should, <laughs> share their balls. Can you just imagine? I could just, I could just see what happened. That, that's probably what happened, man. You know, they're going around. We got this new product. We don't want to try it on humans first. You got any animals with balls we can shave? Yeah. What, 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 animal, what animal would you go? What would you be with your? What would you want to? You equivalent that we could use? Anything here? You know, uh, like a, a horse. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, who, who, who's hung like a horse these days? Really? I mean, what, what, you know the expression "hum like a horse." I don't, yeah, heard I, I don't think that's an equivalency for most human beings at that point, especially people in this industry, <laughs> especially the guys, especially the guys in this industry, is who, who, who probably the last time they even saw the hat, they, could, they couldn't even see it from you know over their stomachs. Most of these guys, they play, they play, they play oh. this industry. I mean, really. Come on. Well, well, I don't know. Apparently, um, this uh, the manscaping tool is is this this is the target audience for fantasy baseball. Yeah, fantasy baseball players are known. They've done some research, I guess, on this market research and found out that fantasy baseball players are known to have major problems with ball hair. I guess that's what it is. Well, from I don't, I don't, I don't know if they've gone, I don't know if they've delved that deep into it, but it's probably due to the fact that like fantasy baseball players are men. 
So they know they're hitting all men. Wait, wait, but look, but look, first of all, look, not, well, not, not, not all men, but like it's predominantly male. And then there's, but, but that's, been, wait, that's been a topic of conversation. They need more females in the industry. They want to open it up more diversity. But let's look, but let's be, be all honest, Zach. Let's look at the kind of male that we're talking about in the fantasy baseball industry. Okay. First, first of all, most of these guys don't take the time to even worry about what kind of clothes they're wearing. All right. Or, you know, taking a bath or a shower once in a while some of these guys okay and you, you, you say they're going to take the time to, to buy a specialty product like a ball shaver that they're going to really worry about that aspect of their of their you know grooming more than other stuff i mean i think that you're missing the target here and i think most of these people are going to spend and i'm sure this item is going to be a couple hundred bucks if you go look up this thing i guarantee you they, they, they made it be like some kind of really you know high-end cost it called it's called manscape whatever a man you know, it's, that's what's called the name of the company so I don't know what they call their shavers, but it's called Manscaped oh, Lawnmower. Manscaped, uh, lawnmower 3.0. Yeah, it's a lawnmower, yeah. Okay. okay. So, and we're giving all this free advertising to Manscaped. See, bad publicity is even good publicity here, right? This is great, so, publi this is great publicity. And I, I'd love to know if anybody here listening to this show, this is how we're ending the show. We're talking about freaking Manscaped and ball shaving and everything else. Who in the world bought one of these things and, and is going to share their experience with this thing? I, I would love to know. You know, and how and how much better is their life because they own one of these things right now? How much? It just, it just looks like a like a like the same like electric razor, right? But it's specialized. That's the thing. It's a specialty item. Oh, it's right? been it's been tested on balls, yeah. on pigs, and animal other farm animals. Tested now. The pigs have hair on their balls. I have no idea, man. I haven't gotten that close. We should get Lindy on here. Lindy Hinkleman, he's a pig farmer. We should ask Lindy about. Big pig balls. So okay. if, I, if he ever agrees to come on the show, that's going to be my first. I first question I'm going to ask him: Do you manage? Did you ever manage your livestock? Did you ever? Did you ever? It's particularly your pigs. So, what is the cost for this item? Let's wrap this up. This okay. is what we're ending the show on. This is the high note we're ending the show on. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, unless you have any, unless and then we should we should we should fade we should fade into we should fade into a center field uh, as the as as the. Let them play, right? Play, <laughs> let them fade into center field for from John Fogarty. Uh, <laughs> after this, let the kids over. play. Let the kids play. Is that it? Is that was that the cue to end the show? <laughs> um, the, I, I thought maybe you had something. What was the cost of this damn shaver? Did you, did you find out what it cost for one of these? I, things? Found, I found an article, but it wasn't actually to buy it, so I don't know. All right, so maybe we should, we'll, we'll give these out. I'm going to give out autograph manscape shavers to listeners of our show in the future. We'll raffle off some manscape shavers. You know, matter a matter of fact, we'll, uh, we'll we'll do a demo on something, and we'll. we'll let we should talk to NFBC, and maybe they, they could put that in as one of the prizes for the main event, just like yeah. a little additional prize. But um, yeah, it's it's uh, Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0, um, electric trimmer. Uh, maybe maybe we'll, maybe we'll maybe they'll throw some sponsorship money our way since we've talked about them for the last five minutes. So so this is one of those items that they hide the price, so we don't know what the price is because they don't want you to know what the know, price man. is. I'm seeing articles. It's like maybe reviews on it. Okay. Well, this has been this has been really this has really been grand that I yeah this is not the last ten minutes of my life I'm never gonna get back talking about this. But uh, thanks okay. for being my thanks for being my guest on my podcast as always, Zach. And uh, we'll we'll see you again soon. Well, you didn't even mention your own Twitter handle. I don't know if you want. Well, to well, it, people can find me on Twitter at Godfather and FBC. So if you want to find me on Twitter, like you like to hear this kind of craziness on a regular basis, including fantasy baseball, go on Twitter, follow me at. Godfather and FBC. And Mike, M -I -L -E AKA Mike the Mouth, uh, the most interesting man in uh, the NFBC.